Welcome to the Stress to the Nines AM edition. For the next few weeks, we will be studying the book of Revelation in all its mystery and glory. So stick around and join us. Thanks for listening to Stress to the Nines. Be sure to like us and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, peace. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Stress to the Nines on this Monday, April the 19th. So good to see everybody here this morning as we continue our journey through the book of Revelation. We continue to spend a couple days on each of the seven churches to whom John was writing from the island of Patmos. Uh, These messages to the churches are prophetic. They have lots of apocalyptic imagery. They have a lot of kind of metaphors within them, uh, images that are supposed to be educational for the congregations in these various communities. Also, remember that the churches we're talking to here are churches in the Roman province of Asia, which we would call modern-day Turkey. So that's kind of where we are oriented towards in our conversations as we work through Revelation. So let's listen to Revelation chapter 2, verses 12 to 17. And to the angel of the church in Pergamum write, These are the words of him who has the sharp, two-edged sword. I know where you are living, where Satan's throne is. Yet you are holding fast to my name, and you did not deny your faith in me. Even in the days of Antipas, my witness, my faithful one, who was killed among you, where Satan lives. But I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold to the teaching of Balaam, who thought Balak, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the people of Israel so that they would eat food sacrificed to idols and practice fornication. So you also have some who hold to the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Repent then. If not, I will come to you soon and make war against them with the sword of my mouth. Let anyone who has an ear listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches. To everyone who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna, and I will give a white stone. And on the white stone is written a new name that no one knows except the one who receives it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So I want to talk, uh, as you recall, what we've been doing is talking about kind of what John compliments the church about one day and then what he critiques them for the next day. This image that he uses here and in the conversation with Ephesus about the Old Testament prophet Balak is instructive for us. Balak at this point, at the point John is writing, was seen as kind of a duplicitous figure in Israelite mythology. He was someone who had sold his uh, talents to a foreign adversary, and even though he prophesied in favor of the Israelites, and even though they won their battle with those to whom he had sold his services, uh, he was still put to the sword. He was still seen as someone who had betrayed the Israelites and betrayed God uh, because he had collaborated. So this was the issue at hand, and it appears to have been the issue when John references these uh, Nicolaitans. These were folks who thought that they could still do all of the civic kind of performances of religion and be Christian at the same time. They thought they could eat food that had been sacrificed to idols. They thought they could worship at various pagan temples. 
Uh, they thought that they could still perform the rites and rituals associated with their business and with the Roman Empire, and then come to church on Sunday, essentially. John is criticizing this idea. He wants them to hold fast. He wants them to carve out from their lives anything else that would point them away from the worship of the one true God. John wants them to be completely and totally faithful to the God of Jesus Christ. And so this is what he's criticizing them for, this idea of collaboration. There are some amongst them who have done essentially what Balaam did, where he uh, he basically tried to have a foot in both camps. So think about that for yourself in your life today. We've talked about this before with Revelation, but it's a continuing theme of the ways in which our focus, our energies, and our passions are pulled away from our faith and into other into the service of other things, other entities, other organizations, other institutions, other belief systems. In our country and context today, I think if you give yourself just a quick inventory of what it is you put your energy into, you may find the areas in your life where John might want us to pull back. This isn't to say that we completely you know, retreat from the world, but it is to say that where we put that passion, that enthusiasm, that focus matters. And no matter what we're doing, and no matter where we are, our focus, our passion, and our enthusiasm should always be in service of Jesus, no matter what aspect of our life we're in. What we tend to do is we tend to build these little partitions, and they exist between our faith and between other things in our lives. John wants us to get rid of those. There are no partitions. When we are at work, we are in service of Jesus. When we are with our family, we are in service of Jesus. When we're watching a football game on TV, we're in service of Jesus. When we are trying to come to church, we are in service of Jesus. All areas of our life are comprehensive. And so that means that we are to live in a certain way. That's what John's trying to get at, and that's what they were having such a difficult time with in Pergamum. So let's reflect on that today, and let's open our week with a prayer. Let's pray. Holy God, we are grateful to you this day, grateful for the ways in which you have shaped us and formed us, grateful for the life to which you call us. Help us over these days ahead to focus our lives, our minds, and our hearts on you. Help us to be faithful to you. Help us to love our neighbor, love our enemy, and love you with heart, soul, mind, and strength. We thank you for all that you do, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, gang, that concludes our Stress to the Nines for this morning. Taj will be back tonight, and I'll see you tomorrow. Until then, peace.